Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Fresh from the biggest airplane order in European history, Ryanair has just published its full year results for the financial year which ended in March. They show that the Swords-based airline made a pre-tax profit of €1.5 billion on total revenues of €10.7 billion. Ryanair said it created 300 new routes last year and that airfares were up 10% on pre-COVID levels. Eddie Wilson is the Chief Executive of Ryanair DAC and is on the line. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Not too bad, Eddie. Congratulations on your results. I see you gained good market share in major markets like Italy, Poland and Spain but not as well in Germany, and you're not very happy, of course, with France due to their air traffic controller strikes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's been a year of uh, strong recovery. People are back flying. We took the decision, just as we get into COVID, to keep all of our people employed, keep our aircraft current, keep their licenses current, and not to pay dividends. So, you know, strong traffic growth, fares up. Airfares are really driven by, that growth is really driven by a lack of capacity or recovery by our competitors in European markets and strong market share gains right across Europe. But as you say, in Germany, uh, no surprise in the European Commission, well, so some surprise in the European Commission that they reversed that towns of state aid decision. And what we, what we know is that the Germans and the French always suit themselves when it comes down to it and they do that, they state aid for their airlines. So it's been more difficult in those markets, but we'll, we'll get there eventually with them. Your load factor was a whopping 93% last year. In, in, mm. pra- in practical terms, Eddie, is that the ceiling on which an airline can carry a number of people on its planes without risking double booking and all sorts of other issues? Not really. I mean, because uh, before COVID, our load factor was actually uh, slightly higher than that. And, and I mean, it's a load factor, it's an average, there's as many above it as there are below it. So there are some routes, new routes that are challenged. And because we're always opening new routes, you'll have lower load factors on those. But if you're going away, uh, you know, Dublin to Manchester on a, on, on a derby weekend or something like that, you're going to be a hundred percent full. So it's, pretty much full everywhere, but like it's, it, it's more difficult on new routes. You've hedged your fuel, 85% of your fuel for this current mm. financial year at $89 a barrel. Brent crude currently stands at $75 a barrel. Won't that mm. mean that passengers will be paying more than they otherwise would do if you hadn't locked in so much at such a high price? Locking in fuel, and you can look like heroes like we did last year, where it was 80% of it was locked in at uh, just over $64 a barrel. But, you know, over half of our cost base is on fuel. And what you're trying to do here is to buy certainty. It's not unlike your fixed rate mortgage. People don't do it to, to beat the banks, though some think they do. <laughs> they do it to get certainty on what's going to be paid out every month. That allows you then to concentrate on the remainder of their cost base and allows you to pitch your fares within the market. So it's about buying certainty. You can't actually, you can't beat the markets, but because of the strength of our balance sheet, uniquely we're able to have the credit lines in place to secure that amount of, of hedges and, and also cost certainty. Now, a few months ago, your colleague, Michael O'Leary, spoke to Shane Coleman and and Michael very clearly said prices are going to go up this summer. They absolutely have. They've gone through the roof. What's going on? Mm, Well, there is less capacity in Europe. I wouldn't say they've gone through the roof. Uh, Like this year will still be, will still be challenged. As you quite rightly said, there'll be higher, there'll be higher fuel bills there. So that will ultimately feed in somewhere into, into higher fares. 
But most of our competitors have not recovered. And that means when you've got less of something in the market, well, then prices will go up. But Ryanair would still have the lowest fares. But there's no doubt uh, that there is, you know, the days of ultra low cost fares where there were widely available 999s or 1999s uh, are, are, are not around in the way that they were before. And in some cases may actually be over. So uh, fares are trending upward for this summer. And as we always say, book early. And do you think they're going to stay at that levels or should consumers, as you've hinted at there, kind of brace for the fact that they've been paying possibly less than they should have for the past decade or two? I, I think sometimes we over-concentrate on leisure travel. And we, I mean, what you have is that, you know, there are many different segments, people visiting friends and relatives and business travel as well. And what generally happens in a normal economy is that airport or airline capacities, seats in airline, in airlines track that GDP growth. And because we've had the interruption in COVID, what has happened is because other airlines have not recovered, you've left seats available. And that's not tracking GDP growth. Now, GDP growth is, is fairly benign at the moment, but when it comes back, since you're going to see airfares rise, and that has happened in the United States. And what happens in the United States tends to follow here. So fewer seats available, no prospects for growth other than Ryanair, like Ryanair is out there with an order for 300 additional aircraft. And we hope to fill that gap in many markets in Europe and have been securing market share in the back of it. So I think medium to long term, airfares are going up. Yeah. I see Dublin Airport is talking about cutting landing charges for airlines using more sustainable fuels. Now, given Mm. you published your targets and you want to have 12.5% of your fuel to be SAF, Mm. or sustainable aviation fuel, by 2030. Will that mean that your charges in Dublin will go down? Well, we did have to get the detail for it, but it is, it is certainly a move in the right uh, direction. And what we've been saying for a long time uh, is that not unlike what happens elsewhere in the economy, like car tax, if you buy a Tesla, you pay less car tax than if you've got a V8 engine. And you know, the same applies to airlines. Those airlines that don't replace their fee, that keep them to, to the end of life, that are older aircraft, should be penalized more. And what you have with the Ryanair fleet is, we've got these new aircraft that burn 20% less fuel, have got 20% more seats. So that's not unlike other parts of the economy where you've got larger buses, larger trains, have larger aircraft with a with a uh, less of a carbon footprint, 40% or 50% less noise now with the new aircraft and reward those airlines for doing that. And if that happened, then at least it's cost neutral for the airport and they spread the charges for those who invest in fuel-efficient aircraft and with less carbon footprint, they get the benefit on costs, and those who don't invest pay more. And I think it's a welcome move, but I hope it well, like we hope that it is um, you know it, well, it is significant that it encourages to do that. Well, I'm going to be speaking to the boss of the DAA, Kenny Jacobs, your former colleague. I'll have him on the show tomorrow morning. We can put those issues to him. Eddie Wilson, thank you so much. That's Eddie Wilson, the chief executive of Ryanair. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.